Hey, Sherry, are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, Sherry, how you doing? Good, Paul. How are you? I'm doing great. You hear that sound? You know what that is? I do hear that sound, and I think it's the sound of season seven. You are correct. That is the sound of season seven of This Most Unbelievable Life, the podcast. Woohoo! We've made it seven seasons with our excellent listeners at our side. We appreciate all of the support that we get, and we're looking forward to another great season. Yes, indeed. Let's get on with the show. Hello, Dr. Fitzgerald. Hello, Dr. Spiegel. How are you today? I'm peachy. Checking to make sure that all the buttons are pressed correctly this time. Okay, we're there. Oh, wonderful. And how are you? I'm well. Great. I'm well. Um, it is, what is today? It's November 8th. Yeah, I was about to tell you it was Wednesday. Did you know that it is not It is not Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, usually we record these on, on Wednesdays. And yeah. today's a, a Monday. Uh, a fresh, fresh off daylight savings mm-hmm. question. Is it, so now is it daylight savings or nor is it, is it, how does that even work? So it was daylight savings, but now it's. It is no longer. I think daylight savings is now over. So now it's, what do they call it? It's like standard time or something Sta- like that? I, all I know is that in my car, there's a setting that says daylight savings on or off. Mm. And on Sunday I pressed off. I think. I don't know. I pushed the button. I just went in this morning and I, I saw the clock on the way in and I was like, yeah, I'm late for class. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, yeah. I'm not. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Because I would expect that my car would auto anyway, like change the, it, it, didn't, it doesn't. Yeah. But. Well, that's why mine has a button where you say, yeah. daylight savings, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Maybe. Off. Maybe. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I bring this up because I think today it's a little after four. Um, it might actually be sundown by the time we're uh, we're wrapping this one up That'd yeah be different. so I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be a different experience it is going home in the dark it is i i've been noticing i'm experiencing time differently right now you had said that the other day mm-hmm. um and so i'm trying to like slow it down i actually did not arrive on campus today until noon i remember yeah which i can't remember the last time i showed up on campus at noon i mean i taught my class before i came in but, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it will be different. We will be rolling in. Well, I ro- I will speak for myself. I rolled in later, and then I'll be maybe going to the parking lot after the sun says its farewells. Yeah, after its sun after the sun goes down. So I don't have a problem with that. I, for one, knowing myself for the fifty odd years that I I have. You made that sound like you're older than you are, but go on. <laughs> I sound older than I am. I don't feel 50 old. Fifty and old. odd fraction yeah. of a year. Go on. Fifty and an odd in uh, what five twelfths, mm-hmm. six twelfths. Um, uh, it can get dark as early as it wants. I have no problem with that. It's I, I don't like getting up in the dark. Mm. It's like sun can go down at like two for all I care. You know, it's like I, I don't have a problem with at, at night how early it goes down. But man, I just do not love. Because like I wake up in the morning and it's dark and it's like I'm tripping over stuff and I'm trying not to wake other people up and I'm just like, ugh. I think that might have been one reason why this whole falling back thing is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Wait, does that make sense? Is it lighter out now when we wake up? 
Yes. Yes. By an hour. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I have been noticing I was getting to the point where like waking up felt like a real chore. You know why? Because <laughs> it's dark. Yeah. And it's still going to be dark in a half an hour. from the- So yeah, the sun used to get up around like 7.30, but now the sun wakes the sun wakes up. The sun <laughs> rises around 6.30. So yeah, a solid hour. Yeah. So it's, I'll take yeah. that every time. I'll take that every time. Because, you know, in my in my attempts to not trip over stuff and and not be loud, I managed to trip over stuff and be loud. Because it's like the more you try not to... Oh, yeah. Just, I'm just going to run into everything. Well, doesn't it make you wonder why we try? It does. It's like I'm trying to do something or be somebody or it's up to me to make something happen or uh, the whole thing is going to fall apart if I don't do this right. All this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's there's going to be there's going to be consequences to me doing a bad job of getting up at right. and going to work. It's interesting. I used to have this bracelet that said something like I'm going to mess it up, but it says something like. I enjoy the time before dawn the most because it's when I don't have to remember um, who I'm supposed to be and can just remember who I am. Yeah, right. And like for some reason, this conversation just reminded me of how unbelievably sad that bracelet is, right? Like if you can only be yourself in the darkness before everyone else shows up, like goodness. Yeah. Goodness, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think that whole trying part, like, goodness, we try and then we, yeah, it just doesn't go well. Uh, trying to be quiet. Trying to be quiet, yeah. Um, trying to be efficient. It's like I'm trying to be quiet, so I'm really paying attention to how much noise I make, which means I hear every single noise that I make, which is probably no more or less, or probably is less than it would make normally, but it's like, I'm so loud. Mm-hmm. Why am I so loud and no no good sort of sort of comes of it? Um but yeah, trying is is tricky. You you try to be a good colleague, you try to be a good friend, you try to be you try to have a good podcast. You mm-hmm. try to you know, you try to do all this kind of kind of stuff. Always working on our game, always trying to do the thing that is important or is called to do at the moment. And that's all fine. You know, I, I think you and I both uh, enjoy the act of participating mm-hmm. in this culture in mm-hmm. which we find ourselves. I mean, some parts of this culture are better than others, i got to admit. But, I mean, we get up in the morning. We have jobs. We hydrate. We we make sure to Sometimes attend. too much. Too much, too much, yeah. Um, we... We attempt to satisfy our basic physiological needs so we may have another day mm-hmm. where we can mm-hmm. sort of keep going with it. So we have this desire. <laughs> All of these things are suggestive that uh, we're sort of in it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're sort of in it. And uh, and that's and that's all great. But if, if everybody is trying to do their thing and nobody actually knows what the other people are actually trying to do, that everybody is trying to do their thing independently of everybody else and everybody else is trying to do their own thing. It only seems natural that there could be conflict. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So today, what have you tried to do today? I tried to have an interesting lecture today in my class and I'm not sure if I succeeded <laughs> in that. We were talking about that earlier. It's like, I don't know. My class was kind of checked out. And then it was like, I think I was kind of checked out. Um, this, this semester is long, 
here, right? Mm. This semester is kind of long, and everybody by this time we're at what week twelve. Yes, we are. Everybody's kind of starting to drag a little bit, but you know, I, I, I like tried to do the best job I could with that. I I tried to do a couple of things in anticipation of you know labs this week coming up mm-hmm. on Wednesday and Thursday. Try to get ready for that kind of stuff. Uh, I tried to drive safely on the way in this morning. I think mm-hmm. I did. So it's like some of these, I'm trying to do something. Yeah. Is, is good, but that, that raises other questions. Like what is, what is trying and versus what is just acting responsibly? And Well, that's why I ask because I'm trying to puzzle out trying. Trying, yeah. Like whether struggle is inherent to trying. Oh, boy. Right? Like is trying... So it, it like is 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 making the decision to try to do something. Is that intentionally making a decision to turn it into a struggle, or is it acknowledging some amount of inherent resistance? Like you're trying to have a good lecture, so what that seems to imply is that circumstances are such that you might believe that not everyone present is going to believe that it's like, it seems as though you're anticipating resistance when you're driving and you're trying to drive safely. It seems like you're anticipating that others may resist your ability to do that. They may. Right? Oh, so hopefully is, not. So, hopefully is, not, so is resistance inherent to trying? Hmm. Maybe I don't even know if it's real resistance. Perceived, you know, it might just be yeah, Yeah. like manufactured resistance. Yeah, and um, resistance or not, it's it's curious that that would be something that is inherently manufactured. Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting. Like now, I'm thinking about if I say I'm going to go to sleep now, versus I'm going to try and try to to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Right? Like, one of those is like, here's what's next. The others is, oh, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. I guess I'll try to get some sleep. Maybe with trying, you are accepting that defeat might be possible. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Which is interesting because defeat is... <laughs> defeat can be encountered when I'm not trying to <laughs> to do something as well. Just yes. whether or not... Uh, the uh, the playing out of that defeat looks like what I expect expected that it could look like that I was actually resisting in the first place. Yeah. This is yeah, it's a, it's a great question. It's a great question. Um, one of the things that I've I've noticed within my own sort of experience is that when I try to do something or when I don't try, and you know I'm, I'm resisting the urge to do air quotes every time I say try because yeah. Like, and when when I try to put effort into doing a particular thing, I, I guess. Am I, I, I don't know if I'm actually doing anything as a result of that that I wouldn't normally be doing anyway. In, in, in other words, um, stuff equally interesting and outwardly productive stuff happens whether I'm trying or not. Right. So the, the, the dangerous question that I, that I ask is, what if I just didn't try to do anything? Would anything still happen? And- <laughs> I, I feel like the beginning of this podcast has just been our meditation on uh, a Yoda quote. Yeah, do or do, do, or do not. not. There yeah, is no try. No try. Um, well, 
Now we see why. Well, I mean, I think anytime something has gone from being a struggle to being a little more easy for me, it's not because I necessarily got better at it because it was trying. It's because it was, you know what, I'm just going to let go of expectation quit trying and just and just do the thing and I, I sort of see that as being the yoda quote mm-hmm. you know it's like it doesn't matter whether you're trying to do it or not that it, that it's not only is there not a try it, it, it it's not actually a thing that does anything yeah you know either just just do it or don't do it yeah well and sometimes i think the effort just is like there's no negotiation to be had Right, like I didn't get up this morning and look at my husband and say, "Today I'm going to try to love you." Right. Right, like it just kind of happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are other things that, like, today I'm going to try and not be irritated by the sound of you chewing <laughs> on an apple. Right, like that's the try. Yeah. But like the loving part, I don't know. I just think it's it's very curious. What? Trying versus doing. Trying versus letting things unfold, I guess. Because they seem to, though. Well, I mean, what I always... This is one of those, for me, you sort of practice what I preach. Um, Did you say moments. I try? I practice what you preach? I pra- where I try, I try to practice what I preach. There we go. I try to practice for some reason, I thought the pronouns got messed yeah, up. Maybe. Uh, I, I try to practice what I preach because, I mean, I walk around like around like I'm, like I'm trying to do something here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, as many do, as many do, and if if somebody asked, I would probably say that I was. It's like I'm, you know, hopefully I'm doing the things that I that make me a, a solid, effective teacher. I try to be a good colleague. I do these sort of things, but many of those things don't require effort on my part. They just sort of happen by themselves. And to it's scary to sort of let go of the intentional act of trying to decide, you know what, I'm just going to whatever and just kind of see what happens. And we notice that I'm doing the, I'm doing the exact same stuff anyway. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to know because it's like there can never be more than one data point of, of oneself in actually answering the question. Yeah. It's like, I have no idea what I would have done if I would have done this alternative thing. And then Yoda comes in and says, there was never an alternative thing that you would do. You're always going to do this. So why don't you just stop being <laughs> resistant and give yourself over to what's happening and just kind of go from there. Any any time that I've – I don't know that when I've tried to make something happen versus I've not tried to make something happen, anything different has ever actually happened. Right. Well, so I think the difference is like – the difference, it's the difference between trying to make something happen and participating in what is happening. Like, because you're not saying, oh, just don't try. Like, just resolve that nothing's going to happen. Like. I, it, it really does seem to be a healthy unattachment to outcome. Yes. You know, um, I think I think by, by trying, I think what what that implies is that we're attached to a specific or definable outcome that we're actually in hoping to or 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 grasping for as a prediction right of what we're going to do and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't you know 
Sometimes it does. Sometimes it, it doesn't. Um, I'm not going to try to become a professional baseball player because it's not going to work out, <laughs> you know, but it's like... You have better odds than I, I, I do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true, but marginally so, marginally so. You showed up here a dude. Yeah, I think, it's un- I think it's unlikely, though, from here on out. Equally so, I would say. Um, it's, it's It seems to be not about whether I actually do something or not or the intensity that I do it or the planning that I put into it or anything like that. It's just the the effort that goes into whether something feels like I'm really trying and really pushing and really resisting a particular thing is is based on um, how hard I try to cling on to a, a, a specific outcome of what, mm-hmm. that, what that's going to be. And the more I find that I detach from what the outcome is, the more effort effortless because that's the alternative is right is effortlessness right the more effortless you know things sort of sort of become um what is what is uh, what is this podcast going to be about i don't know yeah you know uh, <laughs> i could try to make it about the ceramic pumpkin over there and the which is a very nice pumpkin and we could certainly talk about that but <laughs> we could but yes, yeah yeah well it's interesting because like even thinking about what this podcast is about, right? Like I, before we started recording, I told you that I had thought of a great podcast topic. Um, and I had thought about it while I was meditating this morning, which means I didn't stop to write it down, yep. which means it is now gone. Yeah. And not only do I not remember what it was, I feel resistant to even trying to remember like every time I try to push myself to like, you know what, Sherry, if you just sit down, if you just think about it, if you just put yourself back in that place, I'm sure it will come back. Like I find the idea of even sitting down and trying to do that repugnant. Yeah, trying to rehash, re- recreate a situation um, that is in the in the past. Right. And it's it's horrible because part of me thinks like, Ugh, you're you're sounding more like Paul every day. Yeah. Like, Paul, I'm in the now. I can't yeah. tell you. <laughs> I don't know anybody tries to do anything. Let's just go live your life and, you know, you'll be fine. Yeah. It's easy for us to say. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a, a – I, I occasionally have forgotten things that I do think, boy, I sure would like to remember what that was. Yeah. Or who was that – what was the name of that person in high school, right? This kind of long, deep memories that um, I've come to to know are in there. They're yeah. in there, you know. Um, you just sort of have to find the the route sort of to get there. But I've I've never found that trying to recreate a particular effort based sense of something was was the way. Um, my mom had a hack mm. when she was trying to remember people's names that she couldn't remember. She would very slowly, very methodically go with the alphabet. She would go A, B, C. It was dawn. It was dawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she would go through the alphabet. And if she got to Z, it's like, nope. A. A. <laughs> B. And, and she would just, just go through the alphabet. And when you hit the right letter, the name will come back. And that's, that, that, I found that works sometimes. Right. That, that does work sometimes. Other times, though, um, trying to remember what that thought was or trying to remember what that person's name was, it's it's just completely clearing through just years of focus-based mindfulness training 
just clear the mind of any and all thought and just let the let the brain figure out how to retrieve it and sometimes it does sometimes Sometimes it does does, but it's like it's it's not but even like going hmm what was that hmm i was sitting on the couch i was thinking about fritos and uh there was a leaf blower out you know it's (laughs) like that there's always a leaf blower in my world um that that's never been the way for me to it may be for others it certainly may work for others but for me it's always the the surest path outside of a Right. B well, has been just like completely clear the mind clear of the mind. all, and and that and and that mind clearing, the ability to do that, I will say, is a skill set that that folks can learn. Right. Right. And right. that is that is a practice that folks can practice, and yeah. the ability to do so does does improve because I know that my own ability to do that is vastly vastly strengthened from where it was. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think if there were some sort of consequence to not remembering, right? Like I might want to, you know, but the thing is, is like, how many recordings have we done now? 80, this is 90. This is 90. This is 90. Yeah. We're 10 away from our 100th episode. I know. That's amazing. But like so far, not having a podcast idea hasn't stopped us yet. No, no. So it's like, it's interesting because on the one hand, I think part of my resistance to trying to dig it back up is... Just, uh, yeah, we'll find something else. It's fine. Right. And then the other part of it, though, is kind of thinking about like, what was the point of that idea? Mm. Like, was the, was the point of the idea to create a new podcast? Or like, one thing that I do know is that when I think about me sitting on the cushion coming up with that idea, I know that that moment like was very enjoyable and like I don't in some ways I don't want to ruin the enjoyment of the moment on the cushion right right by mucking it up by beating myself up for the fact that I can't remember the details of the moment like just let the moment be the moment yeah yeah for sure and um at this I mean you've been in this you've been doing this whole meditation thing long enough, this whole mindfulness thing long enough now that you know what it's going to feel like to try to force yourself to remember what that is. And it's not going to feel good. It's like no. you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be like, ah, oh, it's going to be you know, preoccupied. It's going to be, oh, why can't I remember that? Why do I always forget this? You know, why didn't I write that down? I should have written that, you know, and it's like that that path leads nowhere good. Right. Nowhere good. And, it, and, and it's not that... I mean, the worst case scenario is not that you're not going to remember. That's not the worst thing that is going to happen. The worst thing that can happen is other other things, such as it's not going to feel good. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. feel good. You run a significant risk of beating yourself up and uh, shooting yourself about a thing that may or may not actually make a difference. And whether you remember the thing anyway, um, it's going to you know, taint your experience for the next meditation. It's like, oh, I have to keep a notebook nearby in case I, and then, and then you're like, what, you know, every, if I'm trying to meditate, why am I worried about writing stuff down? It's like, if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm writing stuff down, I'm not actually in my moment. I'm trying to think about, you know, it's like, it leads nowhere good. It leads nowhere right. good. And you know what, if it was a great idea, your brain will retrieve it and, uh, will I'm happy to join in that conversation <laughs> Yeah. Uh, because long story short, I mean, how many, 
we have about six or 700 episodes of this podcast, uh, ideas of which, you know, you and I have come up with, and it's like, we forgot it before we wrote it, wrote it down. What I'm not <laughs> going to do is walk around with a notebook so I can write down every, you know, possible idea that comes, comes around. Well, and I'll write some of them, I write some of them down, Yeah, you know, but... Well, What's funny is in the early episodes, like before we recorded our first episode, I think I had written like 20 possible blog topics down. Yeah. I mean, um, because do that. you wrote a blog yeah. and then I wrote, and so I wrote all these blog topics and I was like, oh, these can become podcast topics. And then I spent a lot of time like trying to come up with blog topics. Mm-hmm. Um, even... For this month, we're doing the November. Right. I was just thinking about that. Right? Yeah. And so one of the first things I tried to do was, try, um, was to come up with 30 blah, 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 you know, our no's. But what's interesting is now the no's, we have like a list of like 15 that we could, you know, draw from. Yeah. If the the tank runs empty. We're we're eight in. We're eight in. Yeah. We have a list Um, of, yeah. Yeah. There's one to release today. Yeah. but so far, we haven't, I mean, we haven't pulled from that list too much because we're just seeing what shows up the day of. It's a safety list, I think. Yeah. It's like if push comes to it, it's like, oh, I guess I'll pull in from the list. Yeah. You know, um, I looked through the list just to get a felt sense of the the structure. Yeah. Uh, after you came up with it. And it's it's been very... Um, comforting to me knowing that there is that that list there because it's like well if nothing else i can always pull, <laughs> pull yeah. from the list but then it's like I'll, I'll feel like i'm not contributing fully if i pull from the list because i don't want to take them from the list if i don't have to so i'm just going to open myself up to the universe and see what uh comes through so you yeah, know what i just heard in all out. of that what i heard paul trying to be a good collaborator yeah 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 i, I was i was because i mean we talk about this all the time yeah. you know um we both occasionally hit up against this. Am I pulling my weight in this organization? Or, or <laughs> <laughs> I think you know. Lately, I think I've been hitting up against that more than you have, because um, yeah, you've been you you've taken on the role of the reassurance, and I've been like, I don't know, what did I do? I can't even I can't even remember talking about the you know vice like memories that we now have. I can remember that there was something like last week or something. Where it's like, I just really don't feel like, oh, it was those workshops. Because that yeah. was like, I was finishing class and, see, I yep. remembered it, yay. yay. And like running straight over and I didn't feel like I was, I felt like I was like waltzing in and just sort of, hey, everybody, I'm here. Let's do this great thing. And then it's like, thanks for coming out. And you were over here doing all the prep work and knocking out photocopies and everything. And I was just sort of gallivanting in, so. Which is not the way that it was actually happening. Right. Well, know. I think we have uh, this other thing. Um that we say to each other, which by which I mean, really, you say to me that I now get to say to you. Yeah. Is that what was happening? Was that, that it? Was that, was that what was going on? <laughs> was that really what was happening? Huh. Um, because, yeah, but it's the, it's an interesting thing of the stories our brains tell us yeah. about what we're trying to do. Um, and I think, you know, in this case, like our values are such that we want, it's important to us that we are equal contributors yeah. to this. Yeah, right? very, very, very. Um, and so, you know, yes. Did I make photocopies? Yes, I did. Um, you lugged some, some food around from places, right? Like, like the thing is, is I think if we actually do the, the side by side comparison, like 
It's fine. It is. It is fine. You but know, I think it is. Fine. But we can tell ourselves interesting stories. Yeah, we certainly can. Mm-hmm. And where those stories come from, I have no idea. But they do. They do arise, and I try to think of it as just my brain is trying to remind me, and the best ways that it can, to be a good collaborator. And it doesn't have necessarily always the depth of wise, compassionate understanding that <laughs> that either I would hope it did or that other parts of me seem to have. Sometimes it's just like, oh my God, you're absolutely the worst. Why aren't you contributing more? Good Lord, you know? And it's like, you know what? My, my brain is well-intentioned. It, I would just hope that it would work on phrasing and compassion a little bit more <laughs> than <laughs> yeah. it does. It's like my problem with the universe. I only have one. I only have one actual problem with the way the universe actually mm. goes. I'm fine with joy. I'm fine with pain well i'm not fine with pain I, I i i'm fine with knowing that it's it's part of this life i mean you, and that's just sort of a resignation you like it or not there's going to be some things mm-hmm. that happen that just aren't that great yeah. you know um i'm fine with all of that i'm fine with that joy being extraordinary and i know that that uh, those uncomfortable unfortunate things sometimes are going to be kind of big it's the timing i don't mm. like it's timing because sometimes it's like the universe sort of saves up and it's like i'm gonna give you three at once you know or it's like my god we just can we just do like one at a time and spread them out why does it have to be so i'm fine with the universe i'm sure it's happy to hear me say that <laughs> um, but it's like i do question it's timing it's timing sometimes yeah but then the other side of that is that when things are ready like yeah, when it's the right, right time, like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I'm not going to go complaining about Kairos, my friend, because uh, Kairos has been working in our favor lately. It and has. maybe that's no, why. It has. It has. And it, I have, it's, when you talk too much about this kind of stuff, you just sound weird. And Speak for yourself. Well, I just sound, <laughs> I just sound, I just sound weird when. You know. um, no, I do too. But I mean, <laughs> that book that I was talking about uh, earlier, um, The Finders, it's like it, it, it goes through this a little bit. Um, it's like, have you have you noticed that you sound weird? <laughs> Sometimes when you're, you know, that you're, you're saying things, it's like, wow, this must sound really strange because uh, that, that can happen. Where it's like, of, of, of course things happen in their time. When else could they possibly happen? I think struggle arises when it's, when you have the resources to yeah. address them, you know, things arise in their time, not before, not after. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's sort of a, if you build it, they will come sort of thing. And we all sort of carry these experiences that we've had in our lives and our relationship to the environment around us and the world around us. And the struggles that emerge within that, I think, are the ones that we recognize and that are now able to sort of sort of grok grok mm-hmm. it, um, not necessarily solve it, but oh, that is a problem, isn't it? It's like ooh, that doesn't feel good. Ouch. You know, I don't think that happens sort of out of the blue. I think that that really is uh, when you when we're able to understand that, you know, some of these things. That's when they sort of show up and. Mm-hmm. It's like when enough pieces of a puzzle come together so you can recognize what the picture is supposed to be. It's like, ah, okay. Yeah. Now I get it. But but not sooner. Not sooner. And I think what what do you do to increase your your ability to to go down that path? 
to get to these things sooner. I don't think you, I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. I think things just sort of happen in there in order in the time that they do based on who we are, based on what the logical thing that happened next is going to be. Yeah. And that's the, that's the secret of, of mindful living right there. I mean, that's the whole, the whole crux of it is that at any given moment of your, your life, in the, the, fra- the smallest little tiniest little fractions of your existence, when has the next thing that you did not seemed like the only possible thing that you could do next? Right. You know, and it was like when you, when you look back at your life, it's like, oh, I could have done this. I could have done that. One of the, um, you know, 30 days of no mm-hmm. that went out a couple of days ago was, you know, don't try not to spend too much time regretting things that you did in the past for a couple of reasons. And there's one, one of those reasons is, well, you really can't do anything about it. And mm-hmm. that's fine. I mean, if there's amends to be made for something that was an egregious offense to someone, you can make them if that's what's appropriate for you to do. But I, I can pretty much guarantee two things. Um, what you did probably seemed like the thing to do at the time, either, either good or bad. And um, if you were the exact same person that you were, uh, again, and in that situation, you would probably do the exact same thing. You do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because you did. You do the exact same thing a million times. Because, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what happens. you do. Because that's what you do, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do with, with you who you were. And so it's like, don't, and so it's not like give up on everything. It's like, just don't be, don't be, you can't beat yourself up for that kind of stuff. Well. You know, you can, you can say, wow, I really caused somebody some pain and suffering. Yeah, you did. And yeah. that's, so that's okay, so to speak. Okay, in like the biggest air quotes of all time. You, you're here now. Yeah. How do we move forward? What can we do? Um, and there's always an answer to that. Right. Well, I think about this sometimes in relationship to like even, you know, we knew each other 10 years before we started working together. I think we knew of, we knew of her. We knew of, of each of, other. Of each, pardon me, once right. you say we knew of each other. Yeah. Nary he a conversation his was eyes high. as he said of. Um, and the more we talk about this, the more like, Anyway, we're not going to go down that road. Like, I feel like the more we talk about it, you're like, she knew of me, but I had... Anyway, you knew who I was, sir. Anyway, um, but sometimes I think, like, that's 10 years wasted. Like, we could have been doing blah, blah, blah. But then I also know who I was 10 years before. And, like, oh, I couldn't have recommended that Yeah, there's no way. You. Yeah, there's no you way. You know, like... Um, you know, and I look at the experiences that I had that I think sort of uh, primed, you know, primed the wall or paved the way or I don't know what metaphor I want there. But, you know, like we had to go through that point to get to this one. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. And it's funny because this morning I was listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast oh, yeah. when I was long. driving in. He goes, he, long. he goes long. And I can't recall the name of the uh, person he was interviewing, which is really too bad. Um, but she was... <laughs> Go through the alphabet. Yeah. Like A, <laughs> B. I think there was an A, but... Um, C. <laughs> it won't come up. D. But <laughs> I am familiar. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to visualize it, um, which is how I am and your mom are different, is I try Ooh. to visualize... Because I can't spell, so I wouldn't. The, the spelling. My mom was a help. kindergarten teacher. She was very yeah. She's alphabetically linear. methodical. Yeah, yeah. Um, but during this podcast, this woman was talking about how, when she was like eight years old, she made this drawing, mm. 
that sort of in her mind predicted everything about where her life turned about, out. Right, right, right. Right? Did you listen to this? I was listening to that one, yeah. Yeah. And do you remember the name of the I person? Don't. Okay. I don't. I'm going to my phone and look D? at D. I think, I think you're right. I think it was an A in there. Like maybe yeah. an A and a D. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay. Sounds good. But um, so, you know, I was listening to this and she's talking about how, you know, like she could see everything in the drawing. Um, and it reminds me, you know, and so I think part of her point was like, boy, I wish I had been able to look at that drawing and see where I was going and like it would have maybe saw, saved her some some suffering or right. some twists and turns, right, right. but that's just not that's not how life works. Like you have to go through all the all the pleasures and pains to get to wherever you are. And it reminds me a little bit of like working with tarot cards, which I've done a lot of lately. Mm. Where, um, I think the way that sh- she's reading her life into the picture, not the picture you know forecasted her life um did you find it i didn't i was like keep talking sherry keep talking keep talking (laughs) i wonder if i can find it while you're looking or no yeah um but yeah so i um i just i've been trying to think about debbie her first name is debbie Mm. debbie it's episode 544 i'm afraid now i'm gonna play it yeah right um debbie millman um, is her name. No A. No A. Alas. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, but see, A's and D's look kind of yeah, similar. Kinda do, so do. in my mind. Yeah, anyway. Um, but I've just been thinking like if I drew, if I w- what drawing that I might have made at the age of eight would have forecasted where I am now. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. For a variety of reasons, I don't know how you would draw where I am now. You know, it's like what is, what is it even? I mean, it's easy to draw a, a teacher in a classroom and chalkboard, but it's like this. It's like I have no idea. Well, I guess you'd draw a couple of people with a couple of microphones, but yeah, I don't. Th- well, I think I might have done that, but I would have assumed like I would have been a musician, which is funny because I have no musical talent. Yeah, technology changes things. Well. You know, I mean, we didn't know there were things called, that there were going to be iPods. Right. Well, but I was familiar (laughs) with the radio. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's interesting because like, um, maybe it's not as far off as I think. Because I remember when I was a kid, I would like, I would like perform like I was the DJ on the radio. See, I never did anything like this when I was growing up. It's like, I don't. You know, I remember my childhood, and I was always a little adventurous, but I was a shy kid. Mm. It's like, I mean, there's no way in a million years that I would have predicted this um, when I was picking age. I don't know. So, like... Um, and it's not just like, ooh, I want to do this. Thing. Ooh, but now the technology exists. Why so can go ahead and do it? It's like, no, no, no. It was. It seems to me completely unimaginable. unimaginable that this would be what I'm doing now. There wasn't even like a disconnect between like how you were and how you imagined, like fantasized that you would like to be. I thought I was going to be a scientist or something. Well, you which are I guess a scientist I am, You know, which I am, but um, when it's the, I have more 
podcast episodes than publications, you know. Mm. <laughs> Me too. You know, so it's like when, when people think, so what does Paul do? It's like, well, does he publish stuff or does he, is he, does he, you know, do content creation for the internet? It's like the second one, like by far, you know, and it's not, and it's not close. It's not close. Um, so it. You've done but, more experiments but, in the kitchen perhaps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that part of, of this path definitely participates in in who I am today mm-hmm. very very presently in in this in this moment that we're in very presently it's like I know that I wouldn't be but I mean you go back and it's like well the only way this could have happened is if that would have happened which that thing that happened enabled which you know I could only do if I wanted to do this kind of thing and it's like the whole thing goes back to when I was six years old and I'd like dinosaurs and I want to be a paleontologist and it's like and because of that, you have a podcast about <laughs> mindfulness and education. <laughs> like, okay, you know, I, you know, connecting the dots forward is almost impossible. Connecting the dots backward makes perfect sense. So, you know, it really is just what's let's see what happens if we flip that around. What if we just trust that the dots are going to connect? You mm. quit trying to make something happen, and you just see where the see where the line goes on the page. Right. You know, that's really what it is. It's like. Because ultimately, the anxiety that I see and, you know, the overwhelming number of students that you and I both see and know every day is they all feel like, um, all is probably not the best word, many um, feel like that there's a, a, a right outcome and a wrong outcome and that they have to make sure they get it right because there are serious negative consequences if they do it wrong. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and so it's all up to them to make sure they're making the right decision. And what is the right decision that I need to make here? And what is the right major that I should have? And what what is the right class I need to, you know, and it's like doing everything they can to sort of do the right thing. Right. With, which which to me, and I could be like totally wrong about this, I, I've, I see as being completely contradictory to the entire concept of trust and and faith in the universal experience to 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 do any participative act in your own interest or to your own success. And it's like if we're all out there independently trying to do the right thing and not make a mistake, how's that working? <laughs> Watch the news. Tell me how that's working. Yeah. You know, it's like it's a catastrophe. Um, if there's if there's a case to be made about that not being the best way to live on this earth, I would just like watch the news one day. <laughs> For one day, watch the news and tell me that, you know, everybody trying to do the right thing and make the right decision is, is the way to go. There's no way you could ever come to that conclusion based on – because like if everybody was really trying to do the right thing and make the best decision – None, none of this would be the, the catastrophe that it seems to be, you know. So it's like I think the acceptance is that catastrophe is just part of living on this earth, and you know that the equanimity that comes with good things happen and not so great things happen. How do I participate best in, in who I am right. moving forward? And you know, what if I just like quit trying to coming back to that? Just quit trying to do the right thing all the time. That doesn't mean that. I'm going to go out and become like a mass murderer or, or whatever. It's like, I don't, you know, 
well, I don't want to get caught is not what's keeping me from committing crimes. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's not, you know, I don't know. You know, there's, I'm going to get put in jail if I do that. So I'm not going to do it. That's not why I don't do it. You know, it's, 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 it's nothing to do with that. So it's just like, if I, if I stop trying to feel like there's a right thing to do and I just, you know what, I'm just going to do the thing that seems like the best thing to do that's in front of me from moment to moment. Let's see what happens. Right. That's where I am today. What's the right next thing? Yeah, what's the right next thing? And it was always going to be the thing that happened anyway, I think. But it's like you're just not stressing about it. Right. You know? Well, it's interesting because like as you're talking, like all I can think about, and I think this relates back to what you were saying earlier and maybe the fact that we've been thinking about what we do as like eight-year-olds. All I can think of is the connect the dot, right? Yeah. And if you're so focused on what the outcome, what the picture is going to look like, that's going to keep you from putting your pencil down and just drawing the line yeah. to the next dot. Yeah. And that's your work to be done. Yeah. Right. Like, and so if we're all focused on what's the next dot, what's the next dot, um, that's the work to be done. And then eventually you can start to see what's coming together. Yeah. And I think that like this relates to why sometimes it feels like the universe gives us so much at once. Um, I think we just have these moments of clarity where you connect the right dots. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's a dinosaur. Yeah. It's been a dinosaur the whole time. Yeah. Right? If those three dots are really close to each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that piece of paper. But sometimes you, you know, need spread that. Spread these dots so out a little bit. That'd be great. Pterodactyl's little wing or Yeah, whatever. we get impatient. I get impatient. Yeah. You know, I, I think we impatient. all do. Yeah, I think yeah. we do. But yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the skill building part of this is. Sit on a cushion beats me. Um, Focus on the thing in front of you. Yeah, you know, I've always felt that, um, I mean, I've angst out many, I mean, <laughs> I, th- I think part of the part of the, the path leading through graduate school, through a dissertation, uh, through a PhD is like, <laughs> dis- discover the true felt sense of how stressful it can get, just <laughs> as a reminder that, uh that is, uh, those are things that we can feel as well. And the the dread of not passing orals, the dread of not getting your dissertation signed, the dread of all this is a pretty strong motivator uh, when it comes down to it. I'm not going to lie. Um, for whatever reason that might be, disappointing individuals, disappointing ourselves. You know, we thought that something was going to happen that's not what's going to, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but... There have been things that I've done that are that seem high stakes and and sort of big that uh, did not go the way that I had hoped, and there are things that were big and high stakes that did go the way that I had hoped. Mm-hmm. You know, I was sure I was going to get that job. I was sure I was going to get that job. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, well, me too. I don't know what it was, but a uh, curator position at the Field Museum in Chicago. Mm. Yeah, I'm really glad. You didn't. My only. My only salvation is that is nobody actually got the job. <laughs> mm. You know, the hiring process happened right before the housing search and the housing, this is the housing bubble back in what, 2008 or whenever yeah. that was. Bottom dropped out and all funding was lost for a new hire position. So it's like they actually lost funding before anybody was hired. But then I found out that I came in second in the. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> so it's like I wouldn't have got the job anyway, yeah. unless the first guy turned it down, you know? So it's like, but yeah, it's sometimes, fine. Sometimes, you know, even finding out that like. 
You know, there's a job I didn't get that a, a dear friend of mine got. And if she hadn't gotten it, another dear friend of ours would have gotten yeah, it. Yeah, right. Um, a dear right. friend who listens to this podcast and who's always like joking that I remind him that uh, the three of us were in the running for this job. But there's, it's not like I think about it often, but like there's so much that I know like going into that whole thing like i thought that was the like i thought it was yeah. literally it's my a dream lock, job huh? it was a lock i thought it was literally my dream job um and yet when i was driving to and from the interviews i would drive past this the campus that i work on now and every single time i drove past the campus like i had a physical reaction mm. like in the like just like it felt like a gut punch every oh. single time and so, like, I thought that was the job and that was the dream and mm-hmm. that was the trajectory. And then when they called and said, you didn't get the job, like, the first thing I felt was, like, relief. Mm. Um, interesting. And so it's interesting, like, um, and other people came to me and they were like, oh, you must be so devastated. And I was like, I'm really just confused yeah. because I thought I should be devastated, but I wasn't. Um, and now, like, again, like the dot in front of me was confusing. Um, but now that I've just kept moving, like the puzzle makes much more sense, right? Like um, you and I never would have done all of this. No, we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, the flip side of that is we were always going to do all of this. Right. So you know, we just had to wait for it <laughs> for it to actually show up. And who knows what will be next? Yeah, who knows? And um I'm I'm curious. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I think about it. Um part of me tries to plan and make predictions. Um fifty years of life on this earth has told me that uh I have no assurance that what I think would might might happen is going to <laughs> It's going to have is like so. It, it's this weird tension between you know. It's like I want to, but I I can I can always be confident in the next thing that I'm doing, kind of. Even though I might not understand it, I, I think. It, See, and I this don't know. is the weird thing with our work, right? Like, so if we try to do something, it goes it goes, it goes sideways. sideways quick, yeah, right. It's like that's not working out. <laughs> But if we just show up ready and curious for what's going to unfold, like stuff just starts yeah, coming. Right. And it, it and and I have not, like we haven't been in this particular thing, in this part of the stream, let's say, long enough right. for me to be yeah. able to tell the difference between when are we trying and when are we showing up. And I don't know how you discern the difference. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, cool. I don't either. Um <laughs> I don't know if there is a difference. Yeah, I don't know if yeah, there is a like, difference. It's like they might be sort of the same thing. And it, it sort of goes back to um, the relationship between effort and resistance. Yeah. You know, I mean, when my when my brain starts to try to make predictions about what's going to happen next and what the three month outlook is, what is the six month outlook, what is the 12 month outlook? I started, you know, knowing full well that my ability to predict what's going to happen is about as good as my ability to predict the weather. Yeah. I'm good for about two or three days at best. And outside of that, it's like, just don't even bother. And, um, it, it if, and there are things that seem scary that yeah. are on the horizon. You know, um, that I don't feel hugely comfortable 
with. Mm-hmm. Um, if what it is that you and I were being coy, what you and I are trying, there we go again. We need a little button that like or a little bell that dings every time we use the word try. Yeah. That we're sort of trying to do here. Um, there are parts of it that are scary and there are parts of it that are that but it, it all feels great and mm-hmm. feels like the right thing to do. And it feels like Ugh. you know, it's it's and that is is partially is a I mean, there there are times when I'm doing this work that we're doing like how did I get what are we doing and how did we get here it's like what it's like just hang on a minute give me a second to catch up what are we doing yeah how did we get here you know how is this how is this the 80 how is it the 90th episode what how is this well and and it's like the looking because I I said earlier I might be contradicting myself I I said earlier looking back it all makes sense looking back this doesn't make sense (laughs) this doesn't doesn't always make sense either you know it's like how did we get here Um, it's like well you just did the next logical thing and it's like that's fine but I think I skipped over a couple of dots or at least I forgot that I every now and then I still look at you and think him really yeah that's strange yeah it's curious it's curious I never never would have thought about it I never would have thought it I'm delighted, but it's still yeah, I am just too. Like, He's like, you never oh, would have thought interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah, never yeah. would have thought it. Um, completely unpredictable in every every way. But yeah. isn't every aspect of every one of our every one of our lives? Yeah. You know, I mean, people have talked about pandemics, but I mean, nobody probably prob- probabilities and making predictions about when they're going. I mean, it's like being a geologist here. I get to use my geology. It's like with earthquakes. It's like or, or volcanic eruptions. You can't predict. You can do probabilities, but you can't give a date mm-hmm. and a magnitude it's like it, the, the math doesn't work that way yeah the world doesn't work that way um you can, all, the best you can give are, are odds and let people make the decisions based on that mm-hmm. um yet these things happen in, in hindsight like well of course that's how it went but there are times when it's like you you wake up and you're just like how the hell did i get here what am i doing yeah. you know what what is this not none, none of which in a bad way just trying to go back and I think of those times when we don't remember the dot that we that we filled in or the times when we were worrying about the dot or trying to anticipate what the dot after that looks like. We were distracted from the current dot, yeah. you know, on, on what the future dots were and how the hell we got to the dot that we were on. Yeah. And in, in, the, in, in that part of it, we, we ignored a couple of dots that we, that we fell down along the way. I yeah. It's interesting. We met last week with, um, with someone who knows... I think knows both of our work individually, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. had never met with us together. Yeah. Um, and so she'd asked this question that kind of stayed with me over the weekend. And one of the reasons it stayed with me was like, she basically like asked how we started doing this together. Yeah, right? right. But she didn't ask why we do it together. Mm. It, it was like, it was like for her, it made sense, but like she just wanted to know, like, how did you two what it, finally yeah, what it figure like, it out? Yeah, what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like from the investigative, where, when, under what circumstances, by what? Yeah. Process, you know. Yeah, it wasn't like why you two. It was like, yeah, how'd you finally? Yeah, how'd you finally? Yeah. How'd you come to this? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's just satisfying curiosity. Yeah. You know? And I mean, she even said that. She was like, I'm not questioning. I'm just really curious. Yeah. How did you Me two? Me too. Me too. No, we yeah. are as well. Yeah, we right? are as well. Um, we finally stopped questioning the universe, I suppose. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 
I can live with it. Right I'm now. good with it. I'm good with it. You know what? You did predict something that I think is coming close to occurring. It's getting dark. It's getting dark <laughs> near the end of this here podcast. Yep. End of the podcast. Just by the end of the day, go home and have some soup. Yep. Oh, soup does sound good. Yeah. Hmm. Is it a soup night? Does Shauna it have is, some amazing It is. Soup? Yeah. She does this. Uh, when this fall winter cabbage soup mm. um it's got some potatoes some white beans in it nice. some carrots uh and the best thing about it was that she made it yesterday and it's been in the refrigerator oh. over perfect <laughs> yeah and got yeah. some got some dinner rolls and uh going nice. to knock that out tonight it's going to be super there's soup soup er <laughs> there's a little bit of uh red pepper and tomato soup in Ooh, my yum. fridge um, which Eric has been doing with a mean grilled cheese. Mm. Um, and so I think that might be in our future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Shauna does more of the fall, winter. I do more of the spring, summer. Interesting. Cookery. You, you can trade off. Cookery. Yeah. But man, she makes some soups and stews. It's like, I always look forward to October and November and it's like, hurry up and get cold out. Cause that's soup season. Yeah. She makes a fine soup. She yeah. makes a fine soup. Uh, yes, we have some butternuts at home, Yum. and Eric has been promising me a butternut squash soup, which is one of his specialties. Yum. Mm. Delightful. Good stuff. It's good to have a spouse that makes soup. Man, it sure is. Mm-hmm. Man, it sure is. Lucky for us, we each have one. Yeah, we knew yesterday that it was going to be good, because sometimes you can just tell it's like, oh, this is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. It certainly is. Certainly is. Yeah. Very I like cool. to make a French onion soup. I haven't done that in a while. I haven't done that in a long time. Mm. I haven't done that in a long time. I like that to is use good, the Anthony Bourdain recipe. Do you use the red onions or the white? White, usually. Mm. Mm. You look like you have a preference. No, I think the classic ingredient was the classic treatment red or white. I don't even remember. I don't know. I just use the Anthony Bourdain Lay mm. Halls yeah. one, yeah. Um, which is delicious. But. Um, yeah, I could knock that back. Like, do you do the whole, uh, broiled crouton on top? The um, full, the full treatment or it? No, not in often. The, in the ceramic. Yeah. Uh, like I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they do that the at Asiago, a bakery around the Asiago corner. Cheese, That's yeah. so good. There's a bakery around the corner mm-hmm. that you have not frequented. No, but they do that and it's delicious. Cool. Cool, cool. Let's get to the soup. Let's get to the soup. I'm going to try to, I don't know. Stop recording Stop this recording. podcast. <laughs> I think you will be successful in that. Let's see. One, two, two three. three. Bye. See you, Jerry. Bye, everybody. This podcast is produced by Sherry Spiegel, Paul Fitzgerald, and This Most Unbelievable Life. For more information, please check us out at www.thismostunbelievablelife.com. Paul and Sherry have a Paul podcast. Paul and Sherry podcast, yes. 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 Cool.